Howdy guys, how you doing? It's a wonderful evening to talk basketball on sidelines. Uh, and today we are just going to talk about uh, upcoming events that are about to happen and current things happening, uh, you know, both in Nigeria and outside Nigeria. And yes, we have a guest, Yee! a sports uh, personality, sports analyst, basketball guru no other person than honorable himself azubuke onicha how you doing bro fine daniel great to be here to talk basketball once again uh, always a pleasure to just be a part of the sports especially basketball you know how it feels yeah, yeah. especially now that we have so much to talk about stars basketball which is with nigeria and beyond how are you doing daniel i'm good i'm good hope you're staying safe i am yeah i am Money alone in my house. <laughs> <laughs> you get right. <laughs> I get right. Now the number one question. So I should be telling them off the lights. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so so happy to have you. You know, today we're just going to touch on set, certain things and sure. several issues and reviews that we're going to point out. Number one on the list is the Olympics are here and the tables are out. I know a lot of people saw the tables and they were like, hmm, you know that kind of thing. Everybody was just wondering. You know, the first thing that came to some people's mind when they saw the female list was, ah, USA again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, let's start with the Olympics, the tables, men and women, you know, what, what are your thoughts? Looking at the tables, we're seeing Group A, Korea, Serbia, Canada, Spain, Group B, Nigeria, Japan, France, USA, and Group C, Australia, Puerto Rico, China, and Belgium. Uh, so what, what are your thoughts? Interesting groups, I must tell you. Um, you, you just keep wondering why the Nigerian team always picks like the toughest of tickets anytime, any day when it comes to drums, in football, and even basketball. Most sports have got to do with groupings. Now, our not like the group of death, like it's always called. Now, our destiny. We're going to say something about it. <laughs> Uh, but um, it's it's a sign that these things will always come up. USA will always be in Nigeria's group. I don't know if this yeah, it's a draw. That's what we always see when the draws happen. We have group A. I think we just take it one group at a time. So well, we have group A that has Canada, has Korea. It's a beauty already to behold that these are the kinds of teams that, that are playing in one group and we don't have a USA or a France in any of those groups. But that's, that's what basketball is all about. That's what draws really are all about. After everybody has been seated, then they go on to put them in big balls and put them in different uh, uh, places. Serbia is a strong team. Canada is also not a bad team. And the Spanish team is saying, do you think we're finished? And that's the way most people are looking at the Spanish national team. They look like a team that's going to spring surprises. Korea is also part of this as made up, made mm-hmm. up that group A. Mm-hmm. For group B, we have Nigeria, Japan, France, and USA. And this is a group everybody wants to talk about. Once you hear USA, you just say number one. As, um, as far as basketball is concerned, you have France on number five, you have Japan on number ten, and Nigeria on the fourteenth uh, position. The highest ranked African it's a very tough one, I must tell you. Uh, but uh, I don't think anything is impossible in this group. The last time I played against USA was a 71-76 loss. Mm-hmm. That was in the quarterfinal of the last World Cup. Okay. Uh, the last time they played against Japan, it was in 2004. Oka, and the most notable player in that particular tournament for Nigeria. Nigeria won just one game and lost scandalously a lot of them. Um, lost to Brazil, lost to Japan, we, and okay. a host of other we things. Got, we got our asses whooped. Yeah. With, uh, but some games were close. Fondoka was just the key woman in all of those games. True. Also had um, uh, Balarabi, Aisha Balarabi. She yeah. was in that team in 2004. She's still in the team currently until we know who the final players are going to be because there are a lot of new inclusions in um, 
the Nigerian team. Mm. But Group C, Australia, a team you always look up to anytime it comes to basketball. They are right there in this one. China, Puerto Rico, and Belgium. A tough one, I tell you. Very but you must want to give you, you must like you want to give it to Australia because of the quality they possess mm. Ca- um, when it comes to playing basketball, both on the men and female sides. Cambridge is going to rip teams apart. She's just one exactly one woman before. <laughs> We used to have that also with Nigeria, like I mentioned with Fondoka. It seemed like Tunisia also had something like that with Salamedri. That's that's for the male department, and the male counterparts. And this time around, like you mentioned, is a lady who has so much experience playing in the WNBA. True. She looks to do what she knows how to do best. Can one man Mopo do it in a tournament like this? It's going to be difficult because we're looking at synergy at this point in time and how they are going to flow together. But Daniel, what can we say? Let's just go and sit down there and enjoy basketball. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. Whether, whether the team will support qualifies or not. The most important thing is will be served with some quality after having to wait for how many months now? That's a virus. What else? It was also hold in September. September, yep. Yeah, so this is, um, it's building in July. That, that should be like a year later. Mm. Or also a year later. Yeah. So it's, it's enough risk for any of the players. And we hope we're going to be having all the best um, hands as far as playing in, in this tournament is concerned because of the safety precautions that so much leagues are telling players to take on. True. Due to COVID. Yeah. yeah. You know, judging from the female power rankings, uh, the female uh, FIBA power rankings, you know, the USA is number one. One, Australia is number yeah. two, uh, Spain number three, Canada four, France five, Belgium six, Turkey is seven, Serbia eight, China nine, Japan ten, Greece thirteen, Nigeria is fourteenth. Yeah. You know, and that's for the ladies and for the men. Obviously, you know, is number one. Nigeria is number twenty-two. USA is still number one. Yeah, USA is number one. Spain number two. Australia number three. This is for the men power rankings. Yeah. Argentina is number four. Serbia number five. France six. Greece seven. Lithuania eight. Russia nine. Brazil ten. And on Nigeria is number twenty second. Yeah. So it's quite interesting when you look at these tables compared to the games that occurred for the qualifiers. And now looking at what's ahead of us, you notice most of the teams are still shuffling because they have great talent and amazing players in a huge pool to choose from and you know it's 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 a tough one and uh some teams are already losing several players due to certain injuries so what what do you think you know when it comes to the nigerian male national team what do you think regards to table? you know it's it's inconclusive right now so what do you what are your thoughts for the male national team um i i like the fact that there is competition in that team that's number one for real but it, it's already looking like a time bomb waiting to explode they don't look as organized as the female team now the female team is currently in atlanta atl they just finished their 10-day training camp yeah one or two or three players were not in camp for this one but there's a huge inclusion because of their performance at the last world cup the likes of america who make it said he wants to play for Nigeria. elizabeth and uh, williams who had sat elizabeth Alata, uh, elizabeth who had sat so much and so long that's like the only player currently playing in the WNBA for the Atlanta Dream. She says she's also going. To, she wants to be part of this. She's playing with Nigeria, playing for the Nigerian team for the first time. A lot of new names. And what is happening? I think what is happening right there is organization. And what brings about organization? The manager of that team. Yes, we know not everything goes well, just like we have been saying our clients when it comes to um, organizing tournaments or handling mm-hmm. sports right here in Nigeria. I, I, I want to always but think to get one kind of leg. Exactly, but even at that. 
the female team have really stood out and I must give kudos to um, Otis, Otis, Otis hugely very wonderful guy um, yeah. how he went past those teams it just, it just reminds me a lot of um, most of the times um, of um, William with Bill Voigt that's the former coach of the uh, male national okay. team that took Nigeria to the Afro Basket okay. yeah. and for the first time to win it after handling the team for six months they went to the Olympics and they didn't do so well because a lot of issues like we talk about in Nigerian basketball popped up and that's what Otis Ogi is taking advantage of he's been able to use his charisma and his CV to lure in these great girls who want to play for the national team but are scared of what they might be um, getting to um, to meet yeah so I think it's a, it's a great move in the right direction for the female team they are looking really good as far as I'm concerned there's nothing that interests the camp more than seeing new players of high quality not just any new player now the, the, the question will now be is it fair on the other girls who have been doing the job and these other girls just waited for Nigeria to qualify before they came around yeah. I, I think um, I, I've heard somebody talk about, talk about these girls most times you invite them to come play for the national team and they say no I also had Peter Ahmed the assistant coach who was arguing who did travel with them for this campaign saying on the radio show that he feels that um, the quality of the team or the quality of basketball they played over the years has brought the likes of Eric Ogumike and not forgetting it is Alberta Latayo Williams and a lot of other other names um, who have also made it to the, to the round so it's beautiful to see these girls but like I said and Daniel is it the best way to go is it fair or this other players will be taken to the tournament team their feet Erika and, um, yeah. and um, Elizabeth you know, it that means some players will be dropped off yeah you know it still boils down to remember the time when we had an interview and they asked what my, was my thoughts uh, during the before the qualifiers and I was stressing the fact that first of all I asked the question I said how many home based female players will be representing the country and they say we had uh, we had the league and had the sponsor but we don't have none of the female players in the local league playing in the qualifiers and none of them are going for the Olympics so my own question now is what is the ripple effect of that alone so is it that these players who are coming in uh, are they playing because they've seen the opportunity look at the USA team have you seen the pool of players they have on the USA team I mean it's it's crazy so yeah. Bird Seattle Storm she's there Deladon is there uh, Tina Charles is there I mean Sky Diggins, like they don't even know how, who. I'm looking at the roster and I'm like, God damn. Yeah. To me, I feel US are taking the gold. There's no, there's no two ways about it, you know. But again, okay. it just shows the level of commitment, organization, operations, and projections that the, the the US has. Same thing goes to China. Same thing goes to Japan, because these teams are well organized, well put together, and they have a structure. And I'll continue to stress it: if your federation does not have a structure, nothing would go smoothly. Nothing would be put together logically because it's only logical that we have we have a league right why don't we galvanize all the players into a pool and select be it you coming from you know? It's obvious you are against the fact that players have to come from outside of the village. We had um, a Musa Majano um, to the best player last two years. Was it last two years? Yeah, last two yeah, years. Yeah, two years. Um, uh, uh, Zenit uh, Female League. Women's, women's Basketball, women's basketball League. League. Yeah, so we were there. We watched the games. Now. We, we, we were there. Yeah, we won the final. Uh, Warriors against MFM. There were, were one or two players who was going to make it to the national team. But from antecedents, we already knew that this was going to just be a huge mountain for her to climb. But, but, now but, she got to the point where she she did all she could, won the MVP at that particular tournament. But in the end, she couldn't make it past that, that particular stage as far as the national team is concerned. And the, the, the simple truth is, um, Daniel, you can't put those girls, you cannot have better legs as a coach and want to leave them out. It is not the coach's fault. You've just spoken about money. How many courts 
have been taking care of right here in Nigeria? How many courts well, have been well, taking feel, care of right here? I feel Nigeria? it's only. I'm not saying that you should take all the female uh, home base players. Even if you should take just three and add to the team, they need that exposure. They need. I mean, they've worked for it. They play. Yeah, with which, which, which could not, not, not the basket. It's not like you you are allowed to take up to 40 players to the camp. True. Or to the tournament. Might be selecting 10, 15, or maybe 21. Let's say you select 21 players. Are you going to take all 21 to camp? That's where the issue is for your coach. He needs the best legs. So once one person is not doing well, it puts the other person. He wants to create a healthy competition in the team. No, I get that. Um, but, but the uh, thing what, is, what, 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 what I try to do is, what if I was a coach of the national team? Will I have dropped quality and um, and follow nationality? Some see, countries have gotten to that level. You can't take it. You see, that's the problem. Some countries are on that level. It's, it's funny that I always, I always stress this. It's, it's, Niger, it's a Niger, Nigerian basketball. All Nigerians must be very Okay. Let me let me give you this. Let me, yeah. Okay. Let me give you this this example. The last Afro basket, right? We watch the games, right? If you do a research and you look at all the African teams that came, Nigeria, Rwanda, you know, Senegal, Angola. Look at the roster of players that came. It will shock you to know that most of the African countries had max three, max four players either playing in Europe, Asia, maybe some in the D League and some in the NBA. The rest were home based players. And it brought me to a tweet which I I shared with you where the the Rwandan national team were doing a photo shoot and you know the NBBF Twitter handle retweeted that thread and said no matter how you train they will still beat the Rwandan team and it made me laugh you know why it made me laugh because I just realized that Rwanda has figured out what to do as regards basketball development and growth. They have the, one of the best state-of-the-art basketball courts in, in Africa. That's the Kigali Center. And I took a picture of the indoor sports of the National Stadium Lagos. And I took a picture of the Kigali basketball indoor court. And I put it side by side. I know why I tweeted. I said, well, I for who no get this kind of court. So it's quite funny because we're used to this norm of this stagnantness. Do you understand what I mean? We seem not to go beyond where we have been or what we are used to so it seems everything that we need to succeed has to be imported players have to be imported coaches have to be imported sense has to be imported i don't know if you get what i'm saying it's, getting it from my own i saw that tweet that you're talking about daniel why that tweet would have come up in first place it sounded like we were bragging about it's how the nigerian national team was bragging about what they've got and now the question don't train these players that we are bragging about as a national team that's what the nigerian team or the nigerian handlers should be asking themselves yeah, to me this Look at where they are training and look at where we are training. It's not funny. I, I, I saw that tweet. So somebody was asking, what's the difference? I, I know it got deceived by the picture. Because sincerely, if we had something that was of that standard in the 70s, and now there is nothing to show, it's a big deal. It's a huge big deal. I don't, it, it's not expected that a country like Nigeria, with all the level of exposure, will have just one court where they actually have to do makeshifts or face lifts before the tournament can be held. <laughs> I remember one of the windows for our the court, last... Our court need Mary Kay. Mm-hmm. But anyway, moving moving forward. So looking at this table now, let's start with the female table team. Hey, who's your money on? Just two. Who's your money on? First second. You know, with Korea, Serbia, Canada, Spain. Yeah. You mean to qualify, right? Yeah, to qualify okay. out of that group. Okay, uh, I'll give it to Serbia. Okay. And um uh, 
The second pick is a bit dicey, I must tell you, Daniel. The second pick is a bit dicey. Okay. Like I said, I'll stick with Serbia. Okay. And um, who are the two who else do have on the group again? Please run through, run me through the group again. Korea, Serbia, Canada, Spain. Okay. Uh, the Spanish team is a bit agent. So it's going to be between Canada and Spain. I'll give it to Canada. I'll pick Canada and my number one pick, Serbia. Even if Serbia are the lowest ranked team, as far as the female basketball is concerned, for the top three. Okay. I just mentioned. Okay. Okay. So what of group? So I'll go with Serbia and Spain. And what of Okay. So what of Group uh, B? We've got some um, Nigeria, Japan, France, oh, USA. No, Nigeria, Japan, France. Mm. I think number one has to be USA. Number two will now be between Nigeria, France, and even Japan because all three have a high chance. But sincerely, I give it to France. Really? They've got a great and organized squad. Yeah. Mm. It will be France and USA. Now I want to give you a shocker among the pool of female players in the Japanese team do you know there's a Nigerian there? which has always been the case from their football to her name is Mo- her, name, her name is Monica Okoye good and she plays for the Fujitsu Red Wave that was, that was 1999 shocking have you? not shocking I know Nigeria does a lot of exporting mm, yep. I know we do a lot I know the country does a lot of that as far as it's Wala for who no get federation and league. Anyway, for me, I think for Group A, my money is on um, Serbia and Spain because of their performances, yeah, yeah and their level of basketball. Yeah. Um, for Group B, yeah. my money is on USA and Japan. US, well, USA. Are both France. Yes, are both France because I don't think Japan want to lose yeah. home advantage. So as, as a host nation, yeah, as a host nation. Now, will, will, will there be much home advantage? Remember, France will not be there to play the sixth, the sixth man. Well, Japan qualified first in their group. In qualifiers and they've come a long way so you know you have to give it to them their main goal is to get to the finals and they don't mind playing the u.s in the finals so as regards group c we have australia Rico, china belgium so who do you, who's your money on Rico, china belgium okay number one australia i think i'll give them an, an automatic qualification mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it's not left with china and um, belgium to forget that mm. i'm trying to see ah group c group c well, my money is on Australia and China. Okay, China is a bit below on the ranking, even behind Belgium. Well, if they win their matches and qualify, the tables will turn. And that's an upset with the whole structure of the next games they're going to play. So there's every possibility you definitely see an Australia-USA game. There's a possibility you'd see a Serbia-Japan game. There's a possibility you see a Korea-France game based on those qualifications. And, you know, I'm looking forward to that kind that kind of a matchup, you know, Australia-USA. That's like WNBA all over again. That's like I said, it's, it's going to be a tough one to pick for me. But I know automatically Australia will go to the And I feel like Serbia should join, should follow suit. Serbian basketball is on another level. Belgium should follow suit. True. Yeah, yeah, I want to pick Belgium. Yeah. True. So now, to the male national team, but I don't know if you have the table with you, but I know the table is inconclusive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Group so, A, we have Iran. France, USA. Fourth place hasn't been picked yet. Group B, we have Australia. Second, third slot still pending based on qualification games from those um, parts of yeah. the world. Fourth, Nigeria. Then Group C, we have Argentina, Japan, Spain. The fourth sec- section is inconclusive as well. Already Group A is... So we're looking forward to... Yeah, already Group A is, is a done deal. That's one of the groups that we, we are looking at now. We already know what we're waiting for. We're waiting for those in Belgrade. 
Yeah. Those at um, Kaunas, also have Croatia, and they're playing Hajduk Splits. Uh, split. Also have Antonio, and that's in Canada. Sure. So four teams are looking to be added up to the particular group. And the winner of each of these four groups um, just qualifies um, straight up. It's really going to be tough. Than well, for me, like I, I, said, I know the USA team, uh, they are good to go. Group B, I know Australia is going to qualify. That's for sure. Group C, my money is on Spain. Spain and Argentina. Okay. Spain did it before. They are going to do it again. I, I think Spain must be given kudos. They don't send their players playing in the NBA. And they're still doing so with Spanish basketball. I mean, they play in the Euro League. They have one of the best leagues in the world, you know. Yeah, exactly. When you have a Barcelona and a Real Madrid playing basketball right here. Okay. Then talk about that team, Galatasaray and the rest. So it's, yeah. it's, it's going to be massive. Really massive. That, that's the beauty of basketball. You have everybody wanting to work hard and hard to get results. That's, that's what we're going to be seeing. Quick exchanges. Really, I want to see the beauty of what it feels like to have such team on the group where you find out. True. It's going to be a, a very great experience to see what the Nigerian team are going to be coming out with. Yeah, but that all has been said and done. You followed my, my tweet the last time where I said um, after all is said and done, won and not won, everybody's going to go back to status quo, right? Ladies who have come to represent us are going back to their clubs. The coaches are going back to their clubs. Then they will now face the reality of the endless saga as we know which, it. Which is what we're running away from. What we're running away from. And I hear people say, oh, the performance of the team outside is very good. We shouldn't worry about the performance of the team inside. And, you know, and I'm looking at people saying things like that and I'm wondering. So, you know, you are in primary six and you just go straight to university under level and you wonder why the, the system is flawed. If, if anybody's going to make success in life, you should for a way to um, look out for standard practices of any of the states. And I know the Nigerian contingent most likely have got systems. Nobody's looking to change anything as far as this is concerned. We just keep hoping. That's how we got Coach Brown and pushed aside to Alex Wara, you know, and we had a, a training facility in the US. We were here and now, you know, when I said it, I said it very soon we would have players not coming to represent us again because of the deals that they've signed and a time will come when coaches too would have to go back to where favors them the most. You know, when I said it and I tweeted about it, a lot of people were, you know, pissed. So people were squeezing face, but it happened and Coach Brown went back, assistant coaching staffs went back. It just shows the level of my administration and disorganization that we currently have. Like what Coach uh, Liz said. She said, we'll continue to have fluctuations in the team because they're not in sync. They've not gelled yet. So it's a big issue because when everything has happened, the Olympics has ended, then we'll now come back to female league, no female league, male league, no male league, uh, sponsor, no sponsor, president, MBBF, no president, MBBF. And, you know, and I tell people, when I say status quo, I know, I know what I mean. And it's sad. Look at so many talented, gifted players, just the wastes as seen, like nothing to show for. Actually, because there's no early yeah last three seasons the MVP of the male national team call him now ask him what do you have to offer where are you now it's sad it hurts me because I've been there I know how it feels then at the end of the day you give so much at home and you can't really? compete outside it's no, no. really frustrating I'm not too impressed with the without the sidelines there is no court 